0: Sunday, when I'm all When the
1: world is cold I will feel a glow just there's a very short list of songs that makes me want to have a cigarette and the way you and a bourbon on the rocks tonight. and to be completely alone for the rest of my life. This is one of them. Listen to this incredible song and this great performance by Stephen Tyrell. Oh, your,
2: love,
1: yeah.
0: With your smile so warm and your cheeks
1: so soft. There is nothing for Can you believe somebody who can sing like this would agree to be on my radio show? I can't, Just Stephen Tyrell. Welcome to Sterling on Sunday.
0: Well, welcome. Thank you for having me, man. I, I was, it was nice to listen to that song as I was waiting. That's a great now, song. Now it was, by, it was written by Jerome Kern and Dorothy Fields. You know, two of the great songwriters of all time.
1: You're going to do me a favor and get really close to your phone, and uh, okay. you're not you're not I, on I'm a speaker.
0: Close right now.
1: You're, you're not. Is that not good. No speaker. Excuse me? Don't be on a speaker. Are you on a speaker? I'm not. I'm talking right into my iPhone, right now into the end of it. Now it's perfect. And Michael Harrison, the great Michael Harrison, who is my favorite mentor. And uh, what's what's the word I want for you? Uh, genius. Hmm. Michael Harrison, genius. <laughs> genius. Also, there
0: you go.
1: Wow, oh, well,
2: that's, that's that's some some introduction. I got to tell you. Well, go ahead, continue.
1: The other great thing is that Michael Harrison, when he first called mm-hmm. into the show tonight, seemed for some reason to reach a sex line, and
2: <laughs> I did. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. He, uh, One of us was one digit off, uh, Walter, and uh, I I, I immediately got off and I said, "Okay." And I did some digging and I got in right before. But when I heard that you had Steve Tyrell on, I said, I've got to I've got to at least listen in. And when you invited me to to join in, I was completely honored because Steve Tyrell is a fabulous superstar and one of the people who is really keeping. Um, the the, the torch of so many generations of music alive at a time when the music industry seems in disarray, radio seems to be a little bit out of sync with public tastes, and um, where there's so much wonderful culture from the 20th and 21st century that would get lost if it weren't for a very, very few a handful of artists like Steve Tyrell who are in that category so I'm honored to be
1: here. Now, Steve well, I'm Tyrell... I'm be on your show. It's well, our... You, po- it's our
0: uh, excuse me. I'm talking over you. What did you say?
1: Don't say you're thrilled to be on my... We at the same time. Don't say you're thrilled to be on my show until you've listened to my show. And you might just... Well, i dis- listening to it while I was on hold. You might say, I, I really... I, I can't get near this. Listen, let me tell you there's some other things about you, Steve, besides the ability to sing this like this. Which is... You have an amazingly wonderful website, and I view that as a significant achievement because, gee, I can understand your website. I can find what I need on it. Uh, there's nothing superfluous. It is an elegant, beautiful website like you're singing. The other thing that I find impressive is that for a man of a certain age, you're insanely handsome. You son of a gun. You are insanely. How dare you? How dare you?
0: Uh, oh man, I don't know. This 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 call is too, too flattering for words. But uh, anyway, thank you. I didn't have nothing to do with that, whatever you whatever that's about. I'm Italian, you know. My mother and my father uh are responsible for what my sister and I look like.
1: Then in you, sing like where do you sing where can wh- what are the venues where you sing the most? Where are you singing the most? Where can you know? Well, forget about well, the. I mean, over. Go ahead. Forget about the private performances, but public performances. Where could one of well, my listeners? I played, hear
0: you? I played at the Cafe Carlisle for the last twenty years. I took over for Bobby Short, you know, the legendary Bobby Short, when he passed away, and I played there for uh, the holiday seasons for 18 years. And uh, I play all over the world. I play uh, you know at, you know jazz clubs and concerts and stuff and I've been doing it for about 20 years.
1: The Cafe so. Carlisle I mean if
0: you go go ahead I'm sorry. No the, the ca-
1: no it's okay. The Cafe Carlisle is the high temple of American standards. And The fact that you got to replace Bobby Short at the Cafe Carlisle tells me everything I need to know about how respected you are, what a terrific performer you are, how warm you are. This is an amazing achievement to replace Bobby Short at the Cafe Carlisle. That's a big deal, Steve. Yeah,
0: I was very flattered to get that call. I'll tell you, you know, uh, it, it was right. There hasn't been a he's play. He played there thirty three years, and when he died, I took over. So there's never been a, 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 you know, a gap between Bobby and me, and I played there for now eighteen years but but it's closed i'm not playing there this year and i didn't play last year because of the pandemic you know but i'll be back in 22 i think i hope
2: anyway
1: michael what would you like to ask steve i certainly think that uh,
2: it's very interesting that uh, i think uh, steve you've had about at least more than 16 albums um i don't know how many you have out at this point um, since you began your singing career after a illustrious uh, producer career but you have a new one out now that's very interesting because it it, it goes beyond American songbook and it even transcends uh, pop music. Uh, it's called uh, Shades of Ray, the songs of Ray Charles, and um, I've yeah. always been a fan of Ray Charles, and and you have a voice that's very uh, compatible to some of the songs that he's made. What what led you to? Well, he's uh, a, he to was do my do mentor,
0: really. I mean, oh, I mean that's the music that I grew up in. When I was in high school, the first songs I really sang. Uh, you know, were the Ray Charles songs. My family is Italian, I said that, so I grew up with the standards, but from my parents, but from my bands and what I did, the rhythm and blues singers like Ray Charles and Etta James and, you know, Benny King, those are the people that influenced my career when I
2: started singing.
0: They still do. So...
2: How's the how has the uh, how's the response been to it? I, I think the critics have been very kind and, and very uh, impressed by it. Does uh, the record? Yeah, well? they have,
0: yeah, I've got great response. And, uh, you great. know, it was, it, uh, to do a Ray Charles album took me my whole life because I thought, mm. who the hell wants to hear me sing a Ray, a Ray Charles song when you can listen to Ray? But, you know, you could say that I've made the Burt Backrack album. I've made the standards albums. I've made a Sinatra album, you know. So it's just my take on this great music. But it it was uh, intimidating to to make an, a Ray Charles album. I'll tell you. But I'm I'll happy bet. I did. That kept, that I finally a lot of did. courage
2: to do that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, it does. I could jump in. A lot of um, a lot of uh, artists that you're that you're keeping, as I said, you're keeping a certain sound alive. At this point, I'm sure that Ray Charles is up there smiling down on you. I I think since we have well, since we have Steve on the air, I think a very interesting story. uh, Many people may not realize if you can go back to I think the early 2000s and how you accidentally became a singer. You were a producer, right? And uh, could you tell that story real quickly?
0: Well, I mean, I started out in high school you know, was singing in a band, but I never really took that very seriously. I liked producing records and I almost immediately got into doing, uh, you know, producing records for other artists. Like BJ Thomas was somebody that I, I kind of grew up with and I started producing all his records back in the day. And we got very success. We were very successful. BJ had I'm so lonesome I could cry. and We even went to the Oscars and, One with raindrops, and so I was not focused on ever being a singer myself until I sang. I started. People started asking me, uh, you know, why don't you, uh, why don't you sing this song in my movie, you know? And I sang in several films, uh, and before Father of the Bride, because I would I would get hired to do the music for different. you know, for different uh, movies that I was working on. Like Mystic Pizza was one that I, I I did, and Baby Boom, and WKRP in Cincinnati. I was working on those as a music producer. And then finally, in Father of the Bride, someone asked me uh, to... Uh, if I would, could put together a version of The Way You Look Tonight, which is what you just played, and had the band play that at the reception when Steve Martin came and saw his daughter dancing with her new husband. And that kind of started my, that was a huge hit, and it started my people telling well, me, man, you should make your own albums.
1: It As was a matter a huge, of fact,
0: Steve Martin was the first one to say that.
1: It was a huge hit. Because it was perfectly positioned in that music, in that movie. You and I are talking to Stephen Tyrell, and Michael Harrison. This is Sterling on Sunday. Steve Tyrell, a master of the American songbook, and Michael Harrison, a master of all things media, are joining me tonight on Sterling on Sunday. And what an honor it is for me. Now, Steve Tyrell. These songs that you sing, which are the greatest songs ever written, do you ever feel, this is an odd question, do you ever feel a little intimidated about getting it right? When you start to sing these songs, do you ever think, I better sing this right because these are the greatest songs ever made?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not a fan of people who, you know, I mean, every... Artist has the right to do their own artistic interpretation, uh, but I don't like it when people change all the melodies. and And these are the greatest melodies and the greatest lyrics. I try to be true to the songs, and if I want to add something of my own, I usually add it at the after the so, instrumental. Or you know, I mean, it's okay to make them your own, but I, I try to I try to know what I'm singing. Uh, because I respect these songs so much, and to absolutely sing what the composer wrote, at least the first time through.
1: Would you indulge me and give me an example of an interpretation of a song that you go, geez, I can't believe they did it that bad?
0: <laughs> Man, I'm not going to do that. I mean, you can hear that all day long. On People will try to be... You know, especially in jazz, you know, but in any music, they try to put their own stamp on it. And my feeling is, you know, Jerome Kern wrote "The Way You Look Tonight," one of the great writers of all time. And I don't need to change his melody, you know. I mean, it's been good enough to last for a hundred years without me changing it. So my in, my my instinct is to is to sing the song and uh, from my heart and with the yeah, I mean, you can. All, your fans can, you know, go to steve dot com, and I've made thirteen albums, and all of them are standards uh, in one form or another. I made a rack album, a Sinatra album, a Disney album, but almost all of them. Well, not almost. All of them pay tribute to the to the composers, and I try to sing the way the songs are written.
1: I know? saw. I saw on your album that uh, Burt Bacharach was happy to see you, so I guess he was impressed and satisfied with what you, how you interpreted his songs.
0: Well, I started my career with Burt Bacharach. I moved to New, to New York when I was 19 years old, and I got a job working for Scepter Records as a, as a staff producer and an A&R man. And uh, we had Dionne Warwick, and I worked on all those Dionne Warwick records with Burt and Hal David, I'd go in the studio with them, and and I was the kid on the team, and I would uh, give them my opinion. I mean, they didn't always listen to me, but a lot of times they did. You know, you always listen to the kid on the team, and so Bird was always, and Hal David were always respectful of my opinion of those songs. Remember when I was when I heard uh, Walk On By, or that was the first. I, I was the first per- person to ever hear it. Because we were recording it for the first time, you know. All of Burt's songs. i say a little prayer.
1: I'm know? here with um, Steve Tyrell and Michael Harrison. Now, Steve, you have a new album coming out or an album that just came out?
0: Just came out, like this week.
1: What's it called?
0: It It's called Shades of Ray. And it's uh, it's my tribute to the great Ray Charles. And all of those songs are standards in their own way, too, you know. uh uh, on that album and uh, some of them were written uh by the great composer some of them ray wrote it's a cross-section of um a lot of ray charles's greatest hits and uh you know he he the reason i loved ray charles so much well he influenced me as a kid but he also could sing anything Ray Charles is a great example of somebody who could sing a standard, jazz, blues, uh, classic music, uh, you know, anything. And then well, he did it at the highest level.
1: Right. Well, Steve Tyrell, you do it at the highest level. You can sing anything. Michael Harrison, do you have anything that you'd like to share with us?
2: Yeah, I'd like to ask one question, uh, Steve. You know, as Walter was saying before, when you perform these songs, these performances have to be in a, you know, kind of within the realm of what the composers and the original artists had in mind. And uh, one of the things that a lot of these songs uh, all have in common, that a lot of the new music today doesn't. And I, I like all kinds of music, and I like new music as well. But um, objectively speaking, the, the elements of melody and the elements of lyrics yes. Lyrics that you can feel yeah, well, as an that's, actor, that's a, and melody is, is music. That's called a song. What do song. you think
1: about it? <laughs> that's yeah. called a well,
2: song. That's
0: called a song. Great melodies, great chords, and great lyrics are what a song is. And people have changed that and dumbed it up quite a bit, in my opinion. The modern music, for the most part, doesn't resemble uh, great songs. But some of them do. I think Bruno Mars is great. You know, I thought Michael Jackson was great in his time, you know, uh, but but from about, I don't know, I guess the 70s on, music started devolving, I think,
1: you know, in terms
0: of melody and lyrics.
1: You know, Steve Tyrell, I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure Bruno Mars hears that, because that will be the best day of his year, what you just said. And I thank you both so much, Steve Tyrell. Michael Harrison for being on Sterling on Sunday. It's a what a good time I had this past half hour. Great to have you both with us.